This episode is brought to you by Brandom Outfitters. Quality, affordable apparel with good old country service. Find them online at www.brandomoutfitters.com.au. Welcome to All Things Small Biz, a podcast to help you take the leap and run your own business from someone who has done it themselves and wants to share what they learnt with you. Hello and welcome to the All Things Small Biz podcast. My name is Sarah Hales, your host, and today we'll be talking about taking this show on the road, working from a caravan with two small kids in tow. Today we'll talk about some of my experiences running a business with two toddlers and as they say the juggle is real and we'll talk about how I manage when I take the shop on the road and do pop-up retail stores. We recently bought a caravan so whilst we haven't actually worked from any remote locations yet that is definitely in the pipes for us. Our beautiful guest for today Emily Griffiths is, however, traveling in her caravan with her husband and two small children. So I'm looking forward to the interview with Em as they tow their caravan up the Queensland coast. Em will be coming to us from a location somewhere near Cairns. But first, as always, we've got Brian here for a little chat to kick things off. Hello, Brian. What's been happening today, Sarah? Well, I've been unpacking from a, a pop-up short uh, Pop-up shop, actually. Pop-up <laughs> bit tongue-tied today there, lady. <laughs> well, pop-up shop is a difficult phrase to say. Yeah. Hmm. So, you're going to be talking to Emily today and she's cruising around Australia. Queensland, with- Queensland. Oh, Queensland. Yeah, well, it's the best state, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, she's cruising around Queensland and uh, she's got two kids and a husband in tow. So, if we were to do the same thing, you'd probably be saying you had three kids to- Cruise around with that uh, because I, I do. Be a little bit I do refer sometimes. to you as my oldest child, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe start by telling me what your day or week looks like. Well, I get up at four fifteen and I go to the gym. So do I. No, you don't. Oh, I get up. <laughs> I come home and I hop in the shower and get dressed for the day. You hand over the baby, hand over the baby, and then you leave for work. I do breakfast. Oftentimes, I'm packing orders for the shop on the dining room table or on the kitchen bench while the kids are having brekkie. Depending on what day of the week it is, we get dressed and I take the kids to daycare, do daycare drop off. Then I go to my day job. Mm -hmm. I'm a mining engineer, so I go and be an engineer for a couple of hours. Then I come home, fix the kids up from daycare, cook tea, and then you probably get home around 5.30. Sometimes when you – well, probably more often than you like when you get home, I'm kind of a little bit like, you know, can you quickly do this so that I can, you know, do X, Y, Z. But, yeah, depending on – That's rare. Come on. (laughs) Oh, you know, sometimes it just has to be done. In amongst all of that, you know, washing, cooking, cleaning, and also if we are taking the shop to do a pop-up shop over the weekend or whatever it might be, I'm packing pieces here and there, doing the accounting stuff for the shop, Mm -hmm. and also all the podcast prep and recording podcast episodes. So whilst all of that doesn't happen every day... It does happen most days. Mm. 
that's a fairly standard sort of day. Yeah, mate. And our kids are three and two, so. Yeah, so talking about that, what's it really like getting all that done with those two in in tow? And uh, these kids are like the Energizer bunny. Oh, it's hectic. And I get the guilt because, you know, well, sometimes I might take my computer. If If I'm working from home, I literally pick my computer up and I take it out and I put it on the bonnet of the car and the kids will get on their bikes and they will, you know, ride around and be playing outside and drag everything they can out of the garage, fishing rods and buckets. And I work on the bonnet of the car while they play because they're much happier when they're outside. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I set them up with crayons or Play-Doh or whatever it is, but I get guilty because I feel like I'm not giving them my full attention. But on the flip side, I feel like it is life. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm there with them. I make every meal for them. I put them to sleep. I play with them. I'm always there if they trip over and hurt themselves and work has to be done. So, I sort of have to balance out my feelings of guilt and give myself credit for the fact that I am there for them. I don't know. It's it's a really hard one and I'm sure that lots of working mums out there will understand exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. And then, then it doesn't make it any easier when super fun dad comes home and <laughs> you've just about torn all your hair out and then I come <laughs> home and go, come on, kids, let's go play. I know. I know. And yeah, I, that's how it is, eh? You just want to let your hair down after a day of work and, and then I, I forget that we've still got to eat for tea. <laughs> still got to fold some clothes. We've still got to do things. Uh, it's not a problem. When you're at home here and you've got to do meetings or, or um, podcast chats, yeah, uh, how does that go? I basically can't record the, the podcast unless the kids are asleep or they're not here um, so that I am restricted on the days that I can record mm-hmm. um, and the slots that I can record in because they they can't stay quiet, which nah. is which is fine. This is, you know, the reason that I started West of the Waves was to allow me to work from home and be with them and be present for them and not be, you know, taking off to the office five days a week because, you know, how I used to work before I had the kids was like a minimum 12-hour day and – as far as I'm concerned, that's just not even a possibility. No. That's just not something that I want to do. Nope. Me either. So, you've done a, quite a few pop-up stores? I have, yeah, and they're fun. And that, that's, that's going to be a growing part of your business? Yes, I'd like to grow that. I don't um, have visions at the moment to open a bricks and mortar store, mm-hmm. um, but- going to events here and there and spreading the word about West of the Waves and showing people the products is great. And, you know, with our caravan and going to different parts of the country and being a country girl myself, I know that sometimes in some of those smaller towns you don't really get the opportunity to shop at a beautiful bespoke little boutique and I like taking that to people. Yeah. Yeah. And um, how do you go preparing And setting up for a pop-up store with two little larrikins. Well, again, it is hectic Mm. because, you know, obviously with their age, 
they're well, they're very well behaved little kids. I've got to give them credit. They really are. But sometimes no touching, don't touch that is difficult for a three-er and a two-er. No means yes. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty, my, our daughter just loves to put bangles on. She is my daughter. I don't know. It can be quite difficult. We recently did one out at Nebo Camp Draft a couple of weekends ago and yeah, it's just the logistics of it. And I, I'm a busy person and I enjoy being busy. So I really need to be organized. I make sure all the jewelry is clean and tagged and priced. So it's, it's a whole week process for me. I pack the car with as much as I can. Um, I pack the kids' smoker bags. I, you know, drive and they often have a sleep on the way there. But yeah, it's all about planning. Planning is the key to make a pop-up shop run smoothly with the kids. But again, I think that it is, you know, it's real life. I am a mum of two kids and my customers who follow my social media journey, they know that. And I think that they enjoy, you know, meeting us, seeing the family behind the business and they're, you know, very kind and accepting of me getting requests for drinks of waters and snacks or putting on sun cream or whatever it might be whilst I'm running the pop-up shop. And oftentimes, yeah, they're, they're fine. Well, most I've never had anybody not be fine with it. Why wouldn't they? Those beautiful kids. Yeah, exactly. So I know I gave a brief introduction to Em at the top of the podcast, but I just wanted to introduce her properly. Em is a wife and mother to two gorgeous bubbers, and she's the owner of OMG Marketing. Em previously worked in marketing. When she went on maternity leave, she started getting requests from friends and then friends of friends to do a little marketing here and there. And as her time progressed, she started to think, maybe I can do this for myself. So she started OMG. Now, if that isn't enough, Em and her little family are currently on the road in their caravan and Em is still servicing her clients while they see this beautiful country. So welcome, Em. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast today. Thank you. <laughs> Can you tell the <laughs> listeners where you're working from? I'm currently uh, in Cairns, actually. And believe it or not, the reception here is shit house. Oh, so, really? Uh, yeah, it makes it hard to work on the road. but. Look, it's a beautiful part of Queensland, beautiful part of the country. And, uh, yeah, we leave tomorrow morning for Townsville. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. That's so good. Em, what's it really like working from your van? <laughs> Look, what you picture it to be and what it is will always be different. Yes. Doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, but it's always different. What it's like for me, I have to work at night. So, and I'm about to get interrupted by one of them, in fact. That's okay. No, no, not. I have to work at night. So, we're on the road and essentially it's a holiday for everyone else, but it's a working holiday for me. So, my husband's on long service leave from his job and when the babies are in bed at night, it's my time to work. So, look, if, if I was at home or if I was you know, in the office, I would be obviously working a lot more. But the time that I do have, I have to be super productive. So 
I, I guess it's not such a bad thing that I only have a set amount of hours each day to work because it makes me sort of knuckle down and really focus and concentrate on getting the job done and not getting waylaid looking at reels or, yeah. you know, aimlessly scrolling the gram. So that's the, the silver lining, I suppose. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think we should probably tell the listeners that we are doing this at quarter past eight at night. So this segment's being reported, <laughs> recorded at night when um, I've got one baby asleep and the other one's in with dad and you have got one asleep and one's in with dad as well. <laughs> yeah, the one's in with and dad. And <laughs> you're roaming around the caravan park. Well, I'm sitting, I'm actually not, I'm sitting just outside the caravan park with my little um my mozzie bug catcher just because my legs are covered in midgey bites. Oh, Thanks, far north Queensland. Isn't that just the pits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, small price to pay for traveling and working. Yeah, well. exactly. You're living the dream, really. <laughs> <laughs> so are you missing anything? The Is there something specific that you're really hanging uh, out for in your office? Yes. My bloody second screen. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> I get that. I mean, I do a lot of work on my phone being um, in social media, but um, a girl needs two screens, not only her phone, but she also needs her laptop and another screen. So that's actually what I'm missing. Not to say that I can't work without it, but if there was something that I was missing and, you know, a nice little luxury would be to have my second screen. Yes, fabulous. So if you were going to be in the caravan long term, you might have to find a place for that. I reckon, yeah. Or, no, or just or just pretend that it never existed. I don't know because, you know, it's, it, I'm not living in an endless supply of storage here. So I've got to be really selective with what we put in here. But, look, I can definitely do my job without it. It's just that little extra luxury, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I, I'm totally feeling you because um, our caravan, we've actually had to upgrade one of our cars for the towing capacity and I now know – a lot about oh, towing yes. that I didn't know before. And I said to Brian, you know, when we were making the final decision about the car, I said, look, I just don't want to be on the line. I just don't want to be worried about whether or not I can take both my kids. <laughs> An extra screen. <laughs> whether or not I can take both my kids. And he's like, yeah, because that's the first thing you'd throw out, one of the kids. <laughs> no, you anyway. wouldn't be the first thing, Brian, but maybe the kids would be second. <laughs> well, maybe he. Can stay. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just tricking. <laughs> so, do you think that business has slowed down while you've been traveling, or has it picked up? I just said traveling. Has it has it slowed down while you've been traveling, or has it picked up, or has it stayed the same? I have picked up probably four new clients since I've been on the oh, road. Wow! And presented a masterclass and also started to produce a course. So no, business has not slowed down. Oh, wow. That's so good. So you're away on this trip for like six to seven weeks. Is that right? Yeah. So initially we had planned to do like a big four-monther and my darling husband came home from work one day and said, I have a promotion course right in the middle of the time that we're supposed to be away and I've got to do it. So being the supportive wife that I am, 
we cut our trip in half. So this trip, yeah, is six to seven weeks um, and then we hope to go again after his course. Yeah, good. That's what I was going to say. You should just pop home, wash everything, do a little repack and then head out again. Yeah, utilise my second screen and, you know, get my fix and off I go. (laughs) Find a place for that on the roof rack. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) My husband's got his long service leave uh, up as well. And oh. yeah, we're we're probably going. Well, we're following you closely to see how things are going. We've got a few people that we're following, Love so that it. we can get planned, ready for when we head off. Love it. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to run through a checklist with you when you're ready. <laughs> I do like a checklist. <laughs> and look, anything and you that think- you miss out, you can always pick up on the road. It's not as if well, it's not as if we are going literally into the heart of the country and there's nothing for you know hours and hours we are still in reasonably big cities so we can get anything we need so don't stress if you forget something yeah absolutely and do you think that you're you're working from the van do you think that this is sustainable for like a longer period of time I would make it sustainable but that's my kind of attitude my tenacity if I want something enough I'll make it happen what I would say is it's not for the week purely because it isn't all rainbows and lollipops. Like I have to work at night till, you know, 10, 10.30 at night to get the job done. So it's not always bliss. So it, it, it is going to take someone that's got a hardworking attitude. And I guess when you work for yourself, you do have that kind of attitude anyway. Yeah. And all of that mixed in with a baby that keeps waking up every two to three hours because he's teething. So it takes an extra strong person to do yeah. this long term. But yeah, it is absolutely sustainable. I mean, what's yeah. the alternative? You stay home and work because we aren't traveling. We aren't going overseas. So this is the next best thing. So if you want to travel and you need to work or you have a business that you need to keep running, then make it work. That is my 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 big yeah, my big thing out of this you make it work so another thing that i would do for the next trip is get a router put in for wi-fi a wireless internet i don't know the right terminology but basically throughout the trip there's been so many times where i couldn't work or internet was so slow like 1990s type slow internet and I'm like, how is a girl to be productive yeah. if I've got like three hours to knuckle down and do a day's worth of work and the internet's not working? So I would really suggest, strongly suggest investing in one of them. I think they're maybe just under $1,000, I think. Don't quote me on that, but it would absolutely be worth the investment. And I mean, we're staying at Caravan Parks that offer free Wi-Fi, but you know how good free Wi-Fi is, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's rubbish. And, you know, this is actually a theme. You know, I've done several interviews with guests now and, you know, because of where I live and the friends that I, you know, have made over the years and businesses that I shop from, a lot of those people are rural and it keeps popping up over and over and over again how rubbish the internet is. But one of the things that I was going to say to you, and I've said this before on another podcast, is that I was listening to a webinar with Grant Cardone. And he was actually interviewing Tommy Hilfiger. And Tommy Hilfiger said, when an entrepreneur becomes successful, what do they keep doing? They keep working. And why do they keep working? Because they love what they do. They do Uh the thing that they're passionate about. And I just think that's so true. And obviously, you know, I think that that's a big part of what you're doing is if you love it and you love your business and you love what you're doing, you make ways. You're prepared to make those sacrifices to do that work because you want to make it work. 100%. And, you know, there'll be some days where 
um, I'll have deadlines or I'll have like literally today I sat down to do some work and I had an email from a brand new client that I spoke to last night saying, M, we love it. Let's get happening. Can we call you now? I mean, I could have said, no, sorry, I'm on <laughs> holidays and I can only work tonight, but I love what I do. And I said, yeah, okay, um, let's do it in half an hour. So we did. We had a big chat and and I guess you've also got to be flexible and prepared for those little, not speed bumps, but those little things where, you know, things pop up. So you've got to be prepared to stop what you're doing, change, and then get back to what you're doing. So you've really got to be disciplined. But, you know, preaching to the converted here, we all know that we've got to be disciplined and work hard and, you know, all the rest to be successful. So I guess those philosophies don't change when you're on the road. They're probably only enhanced. Like I said, you've got limited time, yeah. limited internet if you don't have that router so you've got to be super ready to rock and roll when you can and so you sound like you've got a pretty good routine sort of happening like um what are you doing during the daytime well most days we are out exploring so like we drove to the atherton tablelands yesterday so that's an hour and a half and yeah probably half of that we're in no service so the other half i was working i was on my phone either answering emails or you know, doing some influencer marketing, whatever I was doing, you know, I'm, I'm able to work any second, any opportunity I have to work, I do it. But you're still part of everything. You're still there. You're still participating and you're still getting to see the sites. You're not locked up in the no way, and away from the 100%. rest of the family. I have severe FOMO, so shit isn't happening without me there. <laughs> so <laughs> like on the odd occasion though, my husband will say, I'll just take the kids down to the pool. And I'll go, great, I A, either need to sleep because I had a rubbish night with the baby or B, just give me half an hour to get this done. So, like, if you were a single mum doing it, that would be really frigging hard. But obviously doing it with a partner, you've got that extra person there that can, you know, take the kids away if you desperately need to do something or, you know, sort of help out yeah. to help you work, I suppose. And it also helps that he doesn't have to work while we're on the trip. He's on long service leave. So that also helps. But in terms yeah, of a routine, it's at night. I work at night. I answer emails during the day whenever I've got a second to jump on. And if something's urgent, something comes up that I need to do, then thanks for the iPads that keep the kids entertained or the husbands. <laughs> yeah, I know. Brian gets a little bit cranky at me sometimes if he's been at work all day and you know, maybe I, I work in a, in the head office a couple of days a week for my other job and then, you know, say we both get home and I say to him, can you quickly just take the kids outside like five minutes, like I just need five minutes. <laughs> and he always takes them, but there is sometimes that time when he's like, really, Sarah, really? <laughs> Look, we but need it. I cannot complain. He is extremely helpful and very supportive. Good. That's a part of the success to making this work. Yeah, no, and I, I really like what you say when you say partner because, you know, I'm, I'm not one to use the word partner, but it's a partnership. Like if we want this to work, then we yeah. work together. 100%. And, you know, about a week into it, I said to Dan, I said, could you do this long term? And he was like, yeah, could you? I went, yeah. He was like, <laughs> so should we sell up? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, easy. <laughs> Back it up a little. Yep. Mind you, we've we went to Yapoon and we felt okay, can you hear those kids? Guys, it's eight thirty in the caravan park, time to go to sleep. <laughs> we went to Yapoon and loved it. We said, Oh my god, we could totally live here. Such a good oh, place, isn't it? Bloody paradise. 
If you haven't been to it, put it on your list to go, guys. Your poon is amazing. Well, let me just do a little sell because I went to boarding school in Rockhampton and um, we used to go down to Yapoon on the weekends. You know, sometimes we'd have a beach trip or we'd have a shopping trip or, we'd, you know, whatever it might be. And it was just a dive back then. Oh, really? It was just a street and there was a pub at one end and a pub at the other end and there was nothing, you know, there was a few little surfy shops and whatever and the beach was still lovely. But recently, in the last couple of years, they've they've really done some amazing development. It's got beautiful parks and it's got this amazing, like, lagoon water park they've put heaps of money into like the footpaths and the gardens and it is just just got a vibe it's just such yeah it does cute cool little place it does and it's got an amazing french patisserie (laughs) (laughs) apparently apparently (laughs) i heard from a friend (laughs) i want to go back just for that really Uh, and uh so em i know you said that you would install a router for internet but is there anything else that you'd do differently no because if i would do it differently i would do it i mean Aside from the router, I just haven't really gotten around to it. And I think it's only a couple of weeks to go and suck it up. You can do it. <laughs> Might get that done when you get back to Bruce. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, other than just making sure your internet's on, <laughs> that's probably it. I'm not one to sort of sit back and go, oh, I wish I had have done that. I wish I had have done that. Just get in and do it. I, that's That would be what I would say. If you want to do something differently, just do it. But I'm, there's nothing that I can see that's happening now that I'd go, next time I'm going to make sure that I do this differently because it's working at the moment. Ideally, I'd love, you know, at least one full day a week to work, but that's not going to happen. I'm too busy enjoying the sights and exploring and spending and creating beautiful memories with the fam. So I'm actually just really grateful that I can do that and still have a job. And what do you, what would you say to someone who, you know, has been – thinking about it or or wants to do it or, you know, what would your advice be? Do it. Do the thing. (laughs) Do Do the the thing. thing. Do whatever it is that you need to do to make it happen. And, you know, really weirdly, each time I've had a baby, I've had this urge to be like a gypsy, get a caravan and go each time. First time, I, as soon as I had my daughter, I thought, oh, my God, I just want to like break free out of this jail that's home because, you know, when you have a baby, you just have to stay home for the first however long. Yeah. And that feeling sort of went away and then I had Bodhi and the, that feeling came back. I said, Dan, we need to get a caravan. I need to get out. We need to go. So we did. Yeah. How long have you had your van for? Four days before we left. Oh, really? And did you have uh, did you have a long wait to get it? Uh, yeah, we ordered it in April, and we picked it up in August. Okay, that's not too bad. Because our little story with our van is that we went into our local dealership, and when we first went in there, we ha- we still had um, two babies in nappies, and we got a bit confused because they were saying, "Oh, you can move this here, and you can change that, and you can change this color." And at that point, it was like a six to nine month wait. So we sort of ended up leaving because we were a bit confused. And then it was around about 18 months later and one of the babies was toilet trained, the other one not yet. And we ended up back there and we, we sort of had this agreement between us that we were just going to, you know, stick with the floor plan as it is designed and not let them confuse us again. So we went through it all and we landed on the same exact type of van semi-off-road, you know, da-da-da. And um, when we got to the point where we were about to pay our deposit, they said, oh, yeah, no, well, we can take your deposit, but you won't be getting your van for 14 months. 
Oh, how ridiculous. So we ended up leaving again because we were like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter if we pay it today or next week. And I just sat on it for the whole entire day. And then it got to like sort of three or four o'clock in the afternoon. And I thought, no, I'm going to see if I can find one. You know, everyone's telling me that it's really tight. But yeah. And I Googled the dealerships in Queensland for this, for the brand. And I saw one that was the Gold Coast at Burley Heads. And I was like, oh, I really like Billy Heads. So I called them and they had one. But <laughs> that's how much thought I put into it. And um, they had one and it was at the RNA showgrounds at a caravan and camping expo. And I called and they oh. said, oh, look, we, we don't know because they're away at this show. We don't know if it's been sold yet. We'll get the guys at the show to call you. And he said, yeah, you're so lucky because I was calling on a Friday afternoon. And he said, um, we normally see all the grey nomads during the week. We don't see the bunk family people until the weekend, of course, when they can come to the show. And he said, if you oh, put a deposit perfect. on it now, yep. it's yours. I'll go and put a sold sign on it. So we managed to get Shut it, up. which is amazing. I feel like serendipitous meant to be absolutely it is yep but i'm hearing some real horror stories at the moment with brand new caravans and i'm sure yours is going to be totally fine it was at a a, an expo but just with the rushing because there's a huge amount of caravans at the moment they're just rushing them through at the factories and there's so many issues with it oh wow this particular one it was at the caravan and camping expo they already had it it was their floor stock van and we sort of in as part of the deal they said that could they keep it for X number of months, three months or something on their floor stock yep. to show people? Otherwise, they weren't yeah. going to have anything to show anyone. And they threw in a few extra things and we were like, yeah, that's yeah. fine. We weren't planning on using it until then anyway. And we now do have it. But Brian is a mechanic and a diesel fitter. And oh, as soon perfect. as we got it, he went underneath of it oh. and found a brake wire oh. that wasn't connected. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. So, <laughs> well, that's great that he yeah no that he up. took a photo that's really of it. Good. it was it wasn't terminated at all like as in they hadn't ever made the termination it it's not like it was terminated and then it broke off yeah they just never actually connected it oh okay right so M finally I like to always ask people guests that I have on other small business owners probably you know for the listeners but also for myself. What's your best hack? It doesn't just have to be a caravan hack, but like what's your best small business hack? Oh, I think I've already said it. Just do it. Do the thing. So, and I see it a lot in in my job. People are really apprehensive about reels, for example. Just do them. Mm-hmm. You're, you aren't going to be perfect and you're not going to be the best when you first start, but just do it. You're not going to learn unless you give it a red hot crack. So, and same thing with, um, you know, this caravan trip, just do it. I had a, I had a little dream. I had a bit of a spark and I went and did it. Yeah. It took eight months to come to fruition, but if you want it, work hard for it. And if you want it, just do it. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a pretty simple one and people listening are probably going to go, well, yeah, of course, but it might also just give that, that one person, that little bit of motivation to go, okay, I can do it. And if I can do it, I'm telling you, anyone can do it. Yeah, amazing. Starts with a passion. Just do it. You've got nothing to lose. Absolutely not. I'm hot on your tail, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) I have said to Brian that, you know, we'll never be able to go on a holiday in our caravan ever without doing a pop-up shop. We're going to take a pop-up boutique to all sorts of places over Australia. Love it. You're going to need a trailer for the caravan for the pop-up shops. 
Yeah, so good. And I've got the storage underneath of the bed. I've already, I've already, um, like barred already my two it. areas where I'm going to put the stock. Love it. Good for you. And then, how can people find you if somebody is looking for you? Where do they find you? Oh, easiest place is on the gram. So O H E M G underscore marketing is me. Otherwise, my website is just omgmarketing.com.au. Yeah, some really exciting things happening at the moment for me. I'm creating a Reels course with um, I'm collaborating with my mummy Melbourne. She is an extremely successful entrepreneur, obviously down in Melbourne, who has put together an app for it's called the Mumpreneur Club. So obviously it's for mums who are starting out or who aren't starting out but have businesses. So she has a heap of different masterclasses in there, which is what I was delivering a couple of weeks ago, a Reels masterclass to all her members. But yeah, so I'm creating a Reels course for her. So there'll be quite a lot happening on my page for that coming up soon. And what sort of services do you help the everyday small business owners with? So my specialty is social media management, anything really social media, influencer marketing. I know you and I have worked together on that before Um, and also email marketing. Amazing. Well, Em, thank you so, so much for your time today. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your little getaway up the Queensland coast. And when you come back past Mackay, make sure you give me a ring. Uh, That might be happening this week, in fact, we are on our way back down. And probably another tip that I should mention is try not to plan too far in advance. Literally, we we have planned probably no more no more than a week, five to seven days in advance. Like I haven't even booked what's happening in three nights' time. I've only got the next two nights sorted. And you're not going to go without somewhere. Someone will always fit you in. So that would be a really strong tip. I mean, have ideas of where you definitely like your must-haves, but also be really flexible and and open to if something is crap cut the trip short if something's really good stay stay longer so and what sort of distances are you traveling each day oh, good question so we initially started off doing really short ones we thought oh, we've got kids we should only do like sort of two to three hour stints but we don't have an endless amount of time to do just two to three hour stints so there's been some days where we've done six hour stints and it's been fine it's been totally fine the kids have had good sleeps I've had some good work sessions and some snoozes myself. So, yeah, a mix of sort of three, four hours and the most that we've done is six. Oh, amazing. Well, I think that you are really inspirational because I think that there are a lot of people out there who would think, I own a business, my husband works, we have two small children, how the fuck are we going to go away in a caravan? (laughs) And you are doing it. And I, I think that you know, that is inspiring for, uh, you know, women, families, small families, people with children to know that just because you're on your own business, it doesn't mean you have to stay put. That's really, that's really what it's about is the flexibility, isn't it? 100%. And, you know, I've had quite a few people along the way, actually, before we left say, oh, really, I'd be waiting until your, your son is, you know, a lot older, I'd be waiting until your son's walking or well, that's what you would do and we're all different and I'm not waiting. I'm <laughs> living in the moment much. and I'm doing it now <laughs> with or without your permission. Yeah, no, I think it's amazing. I mean, ideally, in an ideal world, I'd have, you know, babies that slept through and that were perfect, but I don't have that. But they're perfect to me and, you know, if he wakes up every three hours and so be it. I would. I mean, he's going to wake up every three hours at home or on the trip, so why not be travelling 
and him waking up every three hours and home in the, you know, the hustle and bustle of the everyday life, him waking up three hours then. So, I, you know, I know what I'd prefer. Oh, absolutely. Well, you make sure you enjoy the rest of your trip and I will be catching up with you very soon. Okay, so it's time for this afternoon's wrap-up snap quiz. Okay. As always, I'm going to ask you a few questions, three, and I want you to keep them short and sweet. You like to say three seconds. I haven't had one yet answered in three seconds. <laughs> and we'll go from there. Okay. You, you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Number one, does it matter where you work? No. No, I can work from anywhere. Where do you want to work? Oh, look- I prefer to be out in the country. Yeah. I prefer the wide open spaces. I prefer being um, on the property. My mum and dad have got a property. We go there quite a lot. That's where I prefer to be. But I really want to, and I guess part of the reason why I started West of the Waves was because I wanted um, to have the freedom to work around our family. And the business that I have set up is something that I can do from anywhere. So if I can pack my wares into our caravan um, and do a pop-up shop here and there, but also, you know, just work um, from wherever we might be travelling to to see the country, mm-hmm. you know, utilise the local post office or whatever it is, uh, I think that is totally achievable. Yeah. Um, so, to me, the the answer is not where would I prefer to be working from. It's that I would prefer the freedom to be working around whatever it is that our family are choosing to do and not have to miss out on those experiences with you and the kids. That is pretty cool. Yeah. How do you think we'll manage with the kids? Oh, I think it'll be fine. We've got good teamwork. I mean, that's what it's all about. We, we're on the same page and I can do most things that I need to do with them around. Yeah. But- it often takes longer. So sometimes if I need to do something quickly uh, or it's important or I've got a deadline, you you take them and do something fun with them so that they're not, you know, bored with me keeping them inside or something along those lines, if that makes sense. And that's teamwork and that's what we need to do if we want our business to be successful. I think it would be really, really hard to to operate a small business if your partner was not supportive of what you were doing. If you were not supportive of me and my business, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to make it successful. Yeah, well, it's all it's all for the common good, isn't it? Well, it's for our family. That's that's why I'm doing it. So, you know, if you're doing anything for the right reasons, then keep doing them. Yeah. Thanks for listening to All Things Small Biz. You can get more tips and find out about all the latest stuff we've got going on at the Cokes Australia Facebook and Instagram pages. That's Cokes, C-O-A-X. We'd love you to follow our social media pages or you can jump onto the website, www.cokesaustralia.com. Thanks so much for listening.